You are welcome to the podcast of Dominion Chapel International, the special place. We are a church that believes in pure worship, unadulterated word, and family. Be enlightened as you listen to this message. Today, on the calendar of Dominion Chapel International, the special place, we are honoring the shepherd in the house, the resident pastor. In particular, by leave of the bishop of the house, we all know that he himself is under authority. And when you don't give honor, then you don't deserve honor. But to the glory of God, your resident pastor has shown great honor and reverence to the father of the house and he is also worthy of honor. God himself told Samuel in talking to Eli, he said, those who honor me, I will honor. But those who despise me, I will also lightly esteem them. Hallelujah. And Jesus said, anyone that honors me has honored my father. And as a result of that, all of us in our full components, as the Godhead, full of authority and power and majesty and splendor, we shall come into you and sup with you. Can you imagine supping with the Lord that you just hear a knock because maybe if he just appears through the wall you will faint and since he loves you so much and he would not want you to collapse and faint <laughs> to collapse and faint he comes in you know normally the way you can contain and he just knocks on the door and smiles say hey hello I'm Jesus and I'm here with my father and I'm here with my other person the Holy Spirit and we are here to have dinner with you. Yeah. Boy. Some people order for a new dining table. <laughs> One that has never been used by anyone. <laughs> new everything. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Boy, do you know something? He stops with us every day. So long as we give him room. Glory to Jesus. So today I want to share with you very briefly... What I've titled, Honoring Your Leaders Indeed. Honoring Your Leaders Indeed. Amen. Honoring Your Leaders Indeed. Hallelujah. Honoring Your Leaders Indeed. Now let me break it down. What does it mean to honor? So, honor means to show, practically so, reverence. To show, to honor means to show practically reverence. What is reverence? Reverence is respect, not just respect. Unfeigned. Unfeigned respect. Not pretentious. 
not that you see the person coming and then that's when you know the person is <laughs> bless you, sir, bless you, bless you, sir, bless you, sir, bless you, sir, bless you. No, you don't pay lip service to Anna. You don't pay lip service to Anna. Anna is intangible. You cannot see it. You can't feel it until it is demonstrated. Anna doesn't have a form. It takes the form of action. Whatever action, whatever demonstration, where you demonstrate Anna, that's the form it takes. Practically showing reference. That's why the key word here is practically. And that's why I said indeed. But when I talk about indeed, I'm not talking about indeed. The indeed incorporates in words and in action. Are you getting me this morning? We live in a world where people pay lip service, you know, to so many things. We say we love people, but we don't show it. We pay lip service to it. Oh, I love you, I love you, I love you. The very next minute the person is in need, you have it, but you won't give it. Love is not love until it is expressed. And the expression of love is in giving. Praise the Lord. For God so loved the world that he gave. You don't claim to love somebody when you don't show them that you love them by giving them the love in action. Amen. Praise the Lord. To honor means to show practically value and worth. If you value the person you are talking about, that you say you honor, show it. If that person has some worth before your eyes, demonstrate it. Praise the Lord. You practically demonstrate worth and value when you claim to honor somebody. Glory to Jesus. To honor means to hold in high esteem. Holding high esteem, high repute. You don't disdain, you don't despise, but you hold in high esteem. What does it mean to hold a person in high esteem? To hold a person in high esteem means that you value the person, the person, you value his personality, you value his person, and you value his words. To hold in high esteem means you place value. You show respect for the person's person, his personality, and his worth. His words. His words. So, who person will catch you? Obi said, Nipakuno, or Sumbo Mawa. Who then a deep? Quite embarrassing, I would say, you know, a Usi Nipakuno, or Sumbo Mawa. Who then a deep they say, Who fat now? Now, some no, the nooms and won't find the agro. 
entry form. Praise the Lord. You show it practically. That is why James tells us, he said, be ye doers of the word and not hearers only. Be ye what? Hearers of the word and doers. So you are, you are hearing much more, be doers. He said that is the only time you can draw profit. When you are a hearer of the word and you do not do the word you have heard, the Bible said you are like the person who beholds his face in the mirror and as soon as he leaves the mirror, he becomes, you know, he forgets what he looks like. He said, hey, how, that's my nose, sir. Let me go back again. How is the, what's the shape of my mouth, bruh? Let me go back again. Is my face round or oval or square? Let me go back again. <laughs> when you are a doer of the word, the word becomes implanted inside of you. When you are a practitioner of honor, when you know how to demonstrate honor, it becomes a part of every fiber of your being. Honor is a way of showing appreciation. As a matter of fact, whatever form of appreciation you give, if it is not on the platter of honor, it has no value. Praise the Lord. So you hold in high esteem. To honor means to prefer another above self. To prefer another above self. my husband so I put him first in all my considerations everything before myself whatever I'm going to do I first of all think if it is going to be good for him you invite me somewhere I first of all think if it will be okay for me to leave him at that point in time that you need me The food I cook, I put in first. I, is this okay for him or not? Every one of you in the house, you eat. If you don't like, you cook your own, but not in that house. Praise God. Because in that house, there's only one pot. Praise the Lord. Now, in my house, you don't do mimpe, mimpe. Don't try it. Mimpe for what? Praise the Lord. <laughs> you don't do it at all. Praise the Lord. That was by the way. Please give me Ephesians chapter 1. And give me verse 1. Please give me the King James Version of that scripture. Praise the Lord. Honoring our leaders or your leaders indeed. And I've told you that the indeed is an incorporation of in words and in actions. Praise the Lord. Oh, give me the other part, not the info. info. Give me the thing that follows this one. Uh -huh. Six, six, sorry, did I say one? Chapter six. Uh -huh. I don't know anyone from one. Chapter six, verse one. Yeah. King James. Chapter six, verse one. Praise the Lord. What does it say? Can we read it together? 
Can we go again? Can we go again? Repete encore une fois. You know that this morning, majority of you are guilty of this. Uh, hallelujah. <laughs> Two of us. <laughs> the beam should come. Two of us. Praise the Lord. Obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. God himself is talking to you through the mouth of Paul. He said, children, obey your parents in the Lord, your leaders. And God said it is right. <laughs> so when Mary related to Jesus as a mother, Jesus had no choice but to obey. This scripture goes, it talks about, this particular verse is talking about spiritual parents, parents in the Lord. And then it, when you read the next verse, it talks about biological parents. Or anybody that is of a parental figure in your life. Praise the Lord. Obey your parents in the Lord for this is right. If God says it's right, who are you to say it's not right? Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. So you can say children, honor your parents in the Lord because God himself says we should honor our parents, isn't it? When you read other translations of this scripture, it did not separate. Because one manifestation of honor is obedience. It's a major part of it. It's a major manifestation of honor. It's obedience. Remember I said when you hold somebody in high esteem, it means that you place value on the words of the person. So when they say you should be in church at 7, you don't come at 8. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. God says it is right. You cannot unwrite it. Praise the Lord. Amen. In order to see, feel, and appreciate honor, it must be demonstrated. It must be demonstrated, people. There are no two ways about it. There's no other way. There's no shortcut to it. There are no two ways about it. Honor must be demonstrated, otherwise it's not honor. And it must be demonstrated from an unfeigned heart. Glory to Jesus. Please take me to Hebrews chapter 13. And this is where I would like to dwell for the rest of the, my time. Hebrews 13. Glory to Jesus. Verse 17. I have some translations I have placed for you. They're very interesting translations. And I'll read through them. Praise the Lord. 
number one, the AMPC says, obey your spiritual leaders and submit to them continually, recognizing their authority over you. For they are constantly, they are how? Constantly keeping watch over your souls and guarding your spiritual welfare as men who will have to render an account of their trust. Do your part. Do what? Do your part to let them do this with gladness and not with sighing and groaning. For that would not be profitable for you either. Praise the Lord. Do your part. Because they watch over your souls constantly. They also know that they have to give account. So they do it diligently. And then your part is to make sure they do it with gladness. Not with grieving. Not with groaning. I have a translation here. The CEV translation. It says, obey your leaders and do what they say. They are watching over you and they must answer to God. So don't make them sad as they do their work. Make them happy. Otherwise, they won't be able to help you at all. Make them what? Make them what? No, your voice is disappearing. Make them what? When you are in distress, you want your pastor to drop dead and attend to your need. You expect him to do that and that he should do, yes. When he doesn't do that, he has committed an offense. He has, uh, he has sinned. He has done something that no human being has done before and must be crucified. So you now carry the placard, crucify him, crucify him, crucify him, crucify him. And then you begin to carry his name all over the place. You become a one-person radio frequency. Distributing and disseminating all over the place. But you forget that your leader is also a human being, flesh and blood like you. With desires, with emotions, everything like you. <laughs> no, he said, he said, uh, he said, uh, oh, he said, uh, and, uh, Isaiah was of like passion. And yet, he prayed that there should not be rain. The way you expect your, the, the alacrity with which you expect your leaders to attend to your need is so amazing that church members forget that the leader needs also to be cheered on. When you call once and it doesn't pick, the phone rings and rings and rings. You don't even know whether at that time himself and his wife, uh, or if the husband, her husband, as the case may be, maybe they are, you know, demonstrating love one to another. And then they say, you should just cut the thing and just answer your phone call. Hallelujah. Now let's look at other translations. Look at the GNT translation. It said, obey your leaders and follow their orders. Follow their what? just talking to person anyhow. Doesn't he know that I'm older than him? That are we mates? Is it because we are in church? 
and fight God. Eh? God is the one who has placed him over. So go and fight God. But since you can't fight God, keep quiet and just follow. Praise the Lord. Obey your leaders and follow their orders. They watch over you, over your souls, without resting. Eh? Without resting. When we were doing 14 days fast here, the man had started his own long time. Long time. He began his fasting long before you began your 14 days. They do it without resting. While you are sleeping, that's why he picks the signals. When something is wrong with you, he, he gets the signals and he calls. For most of you in this house, we know, you know the resident pastor in this house, that he is a man that is so sensitive to the spirit. Most of you, he's called you when you didn't even know that trouble was coming in your corner. And lifted you up in prayer. Sometimes he will call and share with us. Other times he won't. Putting in everything to make sure that you are okay. The least you can do is to make his job pleasurable. Amen. Amen. It said, they watch over your souls without resting, since they must give to, to God an account of their service. If you obey them, they will do their work gladly. If not, they will do it with sadness, and that will not be of any help to you. I found one ERV translation, very interesting. It says, obey your leaders. Be willing to do what they say. They are responsible for your spiritual welfare. Hallelujah. He is the one that the bishop of the house has put over this assembly. He is responsible for your spiritual welfare. When, even when the bishop is sleeping, he's awake. Because the, the one that the bishop is running is general, is plenty. It is called incorporated. Incorporated Adesua. So, he will not always carry resident pastor's own and add to his own. He thinks about you. Not that he doesn't think about you. He thinks about you. He prays for you. <laughs> but the horizon is broad. And the weight is heavy. Praise the Lord. Amen. He is responsible for your spiritual uh, welfare. So they are always watching to protect you, obey them, so that their work will give them joy. Did you hear that? Obey them so that their work will give them joy. Remember I've told you, one major manifestation of Anna is obedience. <laughs> when God said in Malachi, he said, you call me father, you call me father, but where's my honor? You don't, every son honors his father, where's my own honor? What did he mean? I tell you what to do, you don't do it. That's what he meant. I tell you what to do, you don't do it. Bring your tithe, you don't bring it. Say, give your offerings, you don't. You bring leprous offerings. And then he said, so now that you are, your harvest is not coming, everything is you are earning and putting in a bag filled with holes, now you are crying to me. What should I do to you? I've told you what to do, you don't do it. So, obedience is a major manifestation of honor. Praise the Lord. You cannot claim to honor somebody when you do not value the works of the person. 
You can't say you honor God when you don't value his word. And if God himself says you should honor your leaders, who are you to say you, can, you won't do it? You give all manner of excuses. You look at the human frailty of the person and then based on that, you choose how you want to re relate or react to the person. You are missing, you are doing yourself a disservice. So somebody can sit in the church and say, the pastor talked to me in a way I don't like. He disrespected me before people. He disgraced me and just tore me to pieces. Because of that, I will never forgive him. You better pack and go. Don't sit under his grace. Just pack and go. Go and look for the pastor that you can respect. Because you will never be blessed under his anointing. Never. David's wife became the only woman, barren woman that remained barren in history of the Bible because she despised the king in her heart. Praise the Lord. You don't know what you are doing. You sit down there because, you know, uh, he's a young man. He relates with you. He talks and, and laughs with you, eats with you. And then you say you are angry. You say you are, you are keeping malice with her. Yeah. You better change your heart right now. Otherwise, find where to go. I don't like you. I don't like you. Praise the Lord. Amen. <laughs> hey. One translation I found is called GW. It says, obey your leaders and accept their authority. Do what? Accept. Embrace. How do you show us acceptance? By demonstrating followership. Amen. They take care of you because they are responsible for you. Obey them so that they, would, they may do this work joyfully and not complain about you. Causing them to complain would not be to your advantage. Oh. Don't say I did not tell you. Causing your leaders to groan, grieve, and complain in doing the work of your spiritual oversight, it will not be to your advantage. As the Bible will say, he who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit said. Watch your steps. Watch your steps. Watch your utterances. Reorganize yourself so that the thing can flow towards you. A leader you don't respect, as the bishop will always put it, one you don't respect, you don't value, is not the one that will be a blessing to you. He desires to bless you, but he cannot. Because you have sealed the heavens over your head, your head, with your despised, disrespect, and disregard. Praise the Lord. And finally, the translation I want to read for you is the TPT translation. Obey your spiritual leaders and recognize their authority, for they keep watch over your soul without resting, since they will have to give an account to God for their work. So it will benefit you when you make their work a pleasure and not a heavy burden. 
it will benefit you when you make their work a pleasure and not a heavy burden. Do you think when you prosper, your leaders will not be happy? It's only a witch of a leader or a wizard of a leader that will, that will not want to see his, you know, people prosper. Do you think when you are doing well, you are in health, you are prospering, exercising financial authority, you think your leaders will not celebrate? Lighten their burden by doing what is right. Praise the Lord. Finally, Jesus said, He said, My Father, the one who sent me, He is always with me, He never leaves me. The one who sent me is always with me. Why? Because I do always those things that please him. Always. I do always. Not sometimes. Not when it is convenient. I do always. In season or out of season. When it is convenient and when it is not. I do always. The things that please him. Praise the Lord. Jesus has led the example for us. And we must follow. The Lord did not bring us into this place by an error. It's not a mistake that we are here. And it's not an error that the resident pastor is the one over you in this time. Praise the Lord. When this church began, there were a lot of a lot of challenges, so many things that could discourage one. But because our gaze was fixed on the Lord. <laughs> one time, two buses will bring in members, and then the very next time it's just you and your children. Hallelujah. Now it's the children, the ones that are still within the nest. And all the offerings for the day, they they, they come from you. They come to you to collect the offering. So, <laughs> blood of Jesus. I take your own blood of Jesus. Thank you. It has been a very challenging ride, but God has been faithful. Let's not make it look as if God has not been faithful. When we left the work to your resident pastor in 2012, we didn't leave him much. We didn't leave him much. But he also knew that we had put in our best. And then he decided his best or nothing. Praise the Lord. If the Lord has brought us this far, this is not the time for you to rest on your oars. Let's uphold his hand and let's go all the way. Praise the Lord. One other way to honor our leaders to give to them. And we are going to demonstrate that right now. Before I leave this place, we demonstrate that. Praise the Lord. We give to them of our substance. Paul said, 
if you have benefited from our spiritual substance, it is not wrong. It is not a sin. It is not evil for us also to chop your something small. Hmm? Hmm? Un agree? Do you concur? Are we together? <laughs> Hallelujah. Without asking for the eyes and the nails, and the eyes have it, have declared. Praise the Lord. And today, we have designated this day to honor this hard-working, sacrificial man of God in our midst. And of course, you know that I'm not talking to you as his mother right now. Because she's a son. No. No. Just will I say? You will expect me to do to, to insult my son before you realize it without me. I won't. He's a wonderful son in all rounds, you can think. A wonderful son in the Lord, wonderful son biologically. <laughs> and I am proud of him wherever I go. When I go somewhere, some places, and they, I, they hear my name, and they, they begin to do like this, and I say, maybe you know my son. Pastor Isaiah for Super Disney, have you heard about him before? Say, oh, they worship me. I say, yes, that's my son. Oh, really? <laughs> Praise the Lord. It's a thing of pride. A good child, a good son, a good daughter is always a pride of his parents. And you know, I don't need to tell you anything that the resident pastor tells you to do, he has already done it way ahead of you. It's not new. He leads by example. <laughs> and the Bible tells us that those who have labored in the word and they have labored indeed watching over the flock, he said they are worthy of double honor. His father is sitting there. If you honor this man today, the father will not be envious. It's not in him. If you don't do it, then you will offend him. He said we should honor. He, we will not do anything that he did not permit. That's our head. He said today, the 6th of August, we should honor the shepherd of the house. Praise the Lord. And we are going to do just that. I want you to rise on your feet. I want us to lift our voice together in unison and just lift our voice and give thanks to the Lord for the life of this man. For his life. For the life of the wonderful woman he has given to him who will not be a hindrance to his work. Not even in her dream. Give God thanks for the life of your resident pastor people. You do not have a resident pastor who is, who is stealing your money and living big on your money. Who is deceiving you with lies and telling you do as I say, not as I do. But you have one who leads by example. When he says you should give, he has given way beyond what you can imagine. 
give God thanks for his life. Bless the Lord for his life. God bless you for listening to this message. You can also enjoy our messages on Anchor, Spotify, Podcast Addict, and all other podcast platforms. Visit us at Dominion Chapel International, the special place near the XGI building, Shashi, Accra. Do remember to subscribe to this podcast to receive more life-impacting teachings by our seasoned ministers of the gospel every single week. You can also follow DCI, the special place, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Always remember that God loves you.